So my algorithm thinks I'm into roller skating? Stop it. Yeah. Mine too. What? Literally just before you arrived, I got served up someone roller skating, like a roller skating 101 for beginners. And then here's where to buy roller skates. Okay. Something's going on then. What's happening? Because the last four days I've just been targeted with roller content. Like cute girls in California, like backwards roller skating to cute tracks and making reels. Yep. And, but my whole feed is flooded with roller skating content. Like the, I, I come on roller skating TikTok. I was into roller skating. Yeah. Is it possible that she searched something or talked about it oh, and then the Siri so picked it up? Creepy. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past it. But now I'm like actively avoiding roller content because I, I want to like teach my algorithm otherwise. Yeah, the algorithm annoys me on this front because you will go out and purchase the roller skates. Like I'm that influence <laughs> that right now I'm like, do I need a pair of roller skates? Shall I get back into roller skating? I was quite whoa, whoa, into whoa, it. whoa, whoa, whoa. Shall I get back into roller skating? Dude, I was a hard skater. Wait, when? In my Thailand days. What? Yeah. How did I miss this? So I lived in a compound, Yeah, as you know. Wait, Thailand days as a child? Like I'm talking keen, hardcore skater from age 8 to 11. Well, this is how I missed it. I didn't know you. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So I lived in a compound in Thailand and... All my school friends also lived within this compound. It was really safe and I would roller skate slash rollerblade. Mm -hmm. I should point out mm -hmm. that I was also a very keen rollerblader to each other's houses. That's how we got around. Yeah, I was a skater girl. She's just a skater girl. She said, see you later, girl. I had a pair of roller skates my mum let me buy from a garage sale. They were white leather with red wheels. Fancy. They were sick. And I used to roller skate around. My, my mum would take the car out of the garage and I would roller skate around the garage to Xanadu. Cute. How cute. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. you queen. Yeah. Anyway. I don't want roller skating content in my algorithm. I'd much prefer to go back to tiling. <laughs> tiling. <laughs> Cute rooms. Homewares. Yes. Travel and homewares. I never get sick of travel and homewares content. Love I'll it. agree. Yeah. Also some food stuff. That'd be good. But roller skating, niche, rogue, get out of my feed. But this is what I'm telling you. If I buy the skates, I'll still get fed the content. Mm. This is where it's flawed. Mm. This bloody algorithm. Yeah. It's like when Hubs and I were car shopping got the car, mm -hmm. and then suddenly it was like feeding me ads on crack over the same car. And I was like, already, already I've done it. it. I've, I've done, done it, it, mate. Like, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Serve me something else I need to buy. <laughs> God, we're fucked. We are. Should, Should we, we get into the episode? That? Twinning. Jinx. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids. We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Reeves. Hi, Kate Reeves. Oh, how are you? I'm good. Good. Feeling I, good today? I feel freaking fantastic because I just had... Such a good therapy session this week. Talk it up. How good is therapy? Don't know. <laughs> That's not true. I've been to a few therapy sessions in the last 12 months and I agree. I see the value in it. But some sessions, fucking draining. Yeah. So this is what ha was happening to me. I was like kind of going a little off my therapist. Oh. I had a few sessions that were a bit subpar. 
felt she didn't quite get me or I, I wasn't getting anything from it. They felt a bit draining. They felt a bit pointless. And I was seriously like, I'm going to give this one more. <laughs> and that's how they reel you back in. Well, she didn't know that I was giving it one more, but it was just such a good session. And mm. it just reminded me like, like any appointment, you kind of need to bring something as well, maybe. Because mm. uh, my, my theory has always been you just put yourself in their hands. They're the professional. You don't have to prep for it or anything. But I actually had been taking notes and getting myself kind of like, you know, some things I wanted to get into. And it was such a powerful session, really realigned me in a lot of ways. A lot of light bulb moments, a lot of fucking shit I had to face. Mm, important. Really important. And shadow work, Rev. Seriously, some sh- serious shadow stuff. And it just realigned me for the week, put me in a really good headspace, really bolstered my, you know, armor. Good. And it was just good. It just reminded me. It's, it's worth it. It's worth the time yeah. and money investment. And this is your reminder, y'all, to book your next session. Yep. you got to exercise that mind. Yes. Keep it fit. Keep it in shape. Well nurtured. Looked healthy. After. Yeah. Healthy. So anyway, feeling very good about that. Yay. You yeah. seem lighter and brighter. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it doesn't make any of your problems go away, but it just means you can tackle them better. Definitely. Yeah. I'm pleased for you, babe. Thank you. Good. Thank you. So you dropped a bit of news on the gram this week. I did. I did. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still back in last week's episode where I'm like cringing over privilege guilt. Yes. But what I've learned from that whole experience is better to own it yeah. than to deny it or pretend it's not there. Exactly. So yes, I announced on Instagram. I really ummed and ahed about whether or not this was a good idea. Like it's it's funny, like when I generally post on Instagram, I don't put that much thought into it. Mm-hmm. I just like go, ah, here's my kids and here's this and, you know, whatever. But this one, I I did think about it. Just I think because of the climate, I'm just, a, I have an awareness yeah. of people's situations. So anyway, enough of my own sensitivities and insecurities. Good. But the exciting news is I shared that we bought a bungalow in Cabarita. So exciting for me <laughs> because I have a holiday house yes, now. Yes, you do, girl. So, okay, I got like 25 DMs from mutual friends. Is Jem moving to Cabba? Is Jem <laughs> moving to Cabarita? What's going on? So explain yourself. Okay, we're not moving to Cabarita for the moment. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Look, if Hubs had it his way, we would have moved there yesterday. Yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm, wait, what? This feels like there's a plan to move there eventually. There genuinely isn't. Okay. At this stage. All right. <laughs> I it's fine. Going. I'm not codependent. It's fine. Keep going. <laughs> Look, there was a time where we were like, should we just do a year? Fuck mm. it. Like Hubs and I are oh, fuck it people. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's do it. You know, it's like when we traveled through Central South America. We're like, oh, we fuck go. it. Let's here do it. Here we fucking go. Hubs was- it's like that time we went through Central South America. Yep. <laughs> Look, it was a landmark moment in my life Mm -hmm. in case it wasn't obvious, but it's true. We have these spontaneous explosions in our lives where we just want to throw caution to the wind and shake shit up. Like Revs, you used to give me shit for how often we moved. Yeah. Do you remember you were like, oh, you've had three forever homes. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So it's hugely exciting news. I'm like, it d- still doesn't feel real to me. Can you just explain it, please? So you, I, what you, am I explaining? You, like, so I, you, can you like interview me? I feel uncomfortable right. talking about this. Help help me out. Gem and Hubs have bought a holiday home yes. in Cabarita. Yeah. It will not be their primary residence. Oh, God, I feel, I'm cringing. Yeah, get over it. Right. So they're still staying in their family home, but they've bought this bungalow that it's go- they're going to turn into an Airbnb. 
Yes. So now we've decided because we're not moving there, obviously rising interest rates, blah, blah, blah. We need to recoup some of our costs. Um, Having double mortgage is a scary concept. So we are going to turn it into an Airbnb, which like, Jam, half you've a always year. wanted an Airbnb. Oh, it's been a long-term dream. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I have. You wanted an Airbnb before Airbnb was a thing. You I wanted did. a B&B. <laughs> I did. I just, I love hosting people. Yeah. I just love the idea of someone enjoying a space that I've created. Mm-hmm. And boy, have I been having fun. Oh my God. Creatively, behind the scenes. has been a- Look, I've been teasing shit out on Instagram, I'll be honest. Fun colorful dopamine style wallpaper yes mixing it with cool bedheads guys this house is so my specific <laughs> alter ego what it's palm springs it is, is the vibe it's 1970s palm springs good time house good time house yeah cannot bloody wait look the brief to myself when designing this house is I want people to walk in and go, pop the rosé. Yes. Put me in a swimming costume. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to lounge by the pool and just sip on some fancy shit and feel fancy for a second. Yeah. To give you like context, guys, Jem has literally enlisted a theatre designer to pull this house together. It's going to be extra. Yep. Shout out to Lucilla Smith. She's a genius. Really have appreciated still being my soundboard because, as I said, this house is my alter ego, but I'm not comfortable in it Mm. so we've been making some brave choices and Syl has been giving me the confidence to follow through because what happens is I come out with these bold ideas and then when it comes to finally paying the deposit or locking down that color I get cold feet and Mm. I call Syl and I'm like no I can't do a bright blue and pink kitchen paint it all white paint it all white (laughs) yeah 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 So she holds my hand and she goes, no, these colors work. Yeah. They're going to look fantastic. And now I've developed color confidence. Color confidence. I've gone too far. (laughs) Now I'm like clashing colors and prints and patterns left, right and center. And now I think now Syl's like giving me pullback notes. She's like, maybe that's a bit too much. Maybe you've gone to 12 and we should just come back to a nine. Yeah. It's the it's going to be the kind of place you would have a key party. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like swingers. Oh, it's a family home as well, yeah, I yeah, should yeah. say. When no, the kids is. are in bed obviously. Okay. <laughs> Let me share a few details about the house. So, it is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom bungalow, but we are converting the garage because we figured who no, yeah. no one needs a garage no. who's going to an Airbnb. No way. We are now converting the garage into a bunk room you! for children. Yes. Yeah. How many bunks? Two sets of bunk beds. So four beds. Yes. Can you also do trundles underneath? Not doing trundles. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> Just thinking how many kids can we get it's into this house? It's not that enormous, but I will say the bottom bunks are king singles. Oh, cool. The top bunks are single singles. Yeah, yeah, cool. So you mm. could put like, you could potentially put six kids in there. Definitely. I yeah. think two young kids, top and tail in a king single. Fine. Yeah, totally. Easy. Top and tail, what a vibe. Remember top and tail? Oh, how could I forget? Just wake up with your sister's feet in your face. <laughs> I loved a top and tail sleep situation. It's a good... um, Better than someone breathing on my face. Yeah, it, that, that's why you do it, I guess. Yeah. Then, you just, then someone's like farting on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Gross! It's a good training for when you're a mum and you wake up with feet in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is so exciting, Jemmy. 
I'm really pumped. And now that I've shared and declared it on the gram. You soft launched it. I soft launched it. It sounds so wanky, but I have. But part of the reason why I wanted to do that as well is because we get the keys. <laughs> By the time this episode airs. You'll be there. I will be in Cabarita. Yeah. And I thought it was too weird to just rock up in Cabra and I'm suddenly sharing behind yeah, the scenes yeah, yeah. of Renault's and I haven't mentioned it. So I forced myself. I love this. I can't wait to follow up. We all love a, a Renault diary. Yes. But the added element of this being like a super fun psychedelic love pad yes. is just going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Look, I just decided and gross privilege. Second yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to keep saying okay, that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I can have fun with it. Yeah. Because it's not my everyday home. My everyday home is a Zen den. Mm-hmm. Neutral tones. I need to feel calm while I'm working, while the children are screaming at me and their aggressively colorful toys are scattered all over the house. At least the background palette mm-hmm. is neutral. Yes. Our Cabba house, party. It's just like a party migraine on the walls. Absolutely. Can't wait, babe. Yeah. Proud of you. Thank really you. proud of you. Thanks, Worked fucking hard for this. Really did. Yep. And I can't wait to share it, guys. Like, I can't this wait is, for you to share it either. This is a house that you can book. <laughs> the and good mum and I are really psyched. <laughs> I know. The good mum said to me, you're going to have to try and forklift me out of your house because I'm not leaving. I do want to say it's not a super fancy, gigantic McMansion. It's it's a really quaint, gorgeous bungalow with four bedrooms with a killer pool. Yeah. I think the pool is the draw card. Yes, I'm gonna of be course honest. the pool's the draw card. Yeah. Is there an outdoor bar? There will be. Oh, my gosh. I've even bought one of those because it's, you know, 70s Palm Springs themed. I've even bought like a rattan cocktail trolley to have on the outside deck with fun plastic cocktail drink cups for the pool area. Vibes. Yes. When are we going? I don't know. (laughs) Let's book it in. Oh, Rebsy, these Renos are going to kill me. Yeah, I know. Honestly. This is the fun part where you're like, pallets tiles paint wallpaper and then it's like fuck trades Mm -hmm. jackhammering oh this thing didn't arrive in time the sink is broken ah the fucking tap doesn't fit it's all coming for you it is all Mm. coming for me and you know what's crazy as well is designing and i when i say designing i mean i don't just mean the kitchen because we're gutting the kitchen and as i said doing a pink and blue kitchen wallpaper brand new floors but also all the furniture yeah I've never done a full house in a two-week window. Like an install. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the before and afters are going to be epic. Like, when I've shared bits of our house in Freshie, it's been such a slow burn. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit here, a little bit there. There's no epic reveal or before and after. It's a very different journey than literally decking out a house top to bottom and making decisions yesterday. It's- I have such decision fatigue, I can't even begin to tell you. It's going to be like the block. It feels a bit like it. Tune in, seven o'clock on <laughs> Chummy's Instagram for the best before and afters you've ever seen. Oh, I can't I'm wait. so pumped. It's going to be a party time. And, and can we book in a girls weekend? Yes, please? we are definitely having girl time there. Yeah, because how many of us can we fit? Rosé all the way, my Rose darling. Rosé all day. You. I'm so psyched. Okay, do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, honey? Co-parenting. Oh, yeah. Big one. Talk it out. When you normally go through a breakup, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I talk a lot about separation and divorce and I try and bring a hopeful perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm never like pitching it to anyone. I think it's a naturally incredibly heavy topic. It's very dirgy. It's very, very 
intense. So I my I feel like what I try and bring to the topic is hope, is like a the positive aspect, a positive perspective. And the perks. The perks and a looking to the future. And I try and look at it in a way of like, it could have been X, but now it's going to be Y and Y is better for everyone kind of thing. But this week, the reality is co-parenting's really bloody weighing on me. Mm. And it'll be it's weighing on my ex too. It's not like I'm doing it perfectly and he's not. It's not about that. It's just that it's really hard to co-parent. When you go through a classic breakup, you know, it's painful, it's horrible, all the things, but eventually you can completely separate away from that person. Yeah. And if you want, you never need to see them again, right? When you separate from the parent of your children. You're tethered forever. Forever. Yeah. Like you are a family, come what may. And I and I want it that way. That's how I want it, right? I want my children's dad to be fully in their lives and he wants me to be, fl- you know, whatever. But the realities of co-parenting with someone you no longer are with is that you have this constant relationship that you need to take care of and mm. foster and manage and, frankly, invest in Yeah, for the good of your children. But it's all output. Do you know what I mean? It like, sounds like a huge weekly energy exchange. It's a That hu- must be so yes. draining. That's a really good way of putting it. It's an en- energy exchange, but it's a one-way energy, right? Mm. And, and of course you do it because it's for your children. Your yeah. children come first and you want them to have their parents having a healthy co-parenting scenario. But for everyone involved, as in for the two people involved, for him and for me, we don't get anything back from it. You know, it's not like investing in a relationship and then from that you get this like epic romance or this beautiful, strong, healthy family. Or It's like you're always outputting towards this Making it work. Making it work. Yeah, and it's logistics, it isn't is. it? It's like scheduling and checking that this kid has this and also cross-checking what's happening at school and making sure you're both across it. Like I can imagine how exhausting that must be. It's also that it's such a finely orchestrated setup that like anything with kids, one thing falls over or one thing changes and you're kind of back to square one Mm. or it opens old wounds or it brings up things you haven't tackled yet. And it's like you have to constantly return to your philosophy. You have to constantly self-regulate. You have to constantly remind yourself this is about giving and not receiving. It's about loving and not expecting love in return. It's about just being a better person Mm. than you sometimes feel like you want to be. You know, it's a it's 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 an absolutely draining experience and I'm only 18 months in and I I have heard from other people in my life that it gets a lot easier. I was about to ask you this. Do you have people who are 2, 3, maybe even 4 years ahead of you who can shine a bit of a hope light yeah. on you and say, "Hey, eventually you find your rhythm and flow. The groove is there. You just fall into routine. The communication gets clearer, easier." More direct, more honest, more... You know what I mean? Um, Yes and no. Okay. So I think like anything when it comes to human relationships, there's seasons Mm. and there's easy times of times of flow and times of stress. And not to mention our children evolve constantly. Yeah. Their life schedules change. I mean, Rafa's whole 
kindergarten days that she's attending for next year are completely different to this year. And even that alone, Mm. I'm trying to wrap my head around how different 2023 is going to look for us as a family versus this year. And then having to communicate that to an ex-partner and make sure we're all on the same page. And then how do we navigate pick up and drop off in this? You know, like I can just imagine how exhausting that would be mentally. Well, you know that they always say in your marriage or in your relationship that like it never works to keep score? No. Well, that's something that's really hard to translate into a co-parenting relationship because when you divide your time equally, it's like... You do keep score. You kind of do keep score and and the system is designed for you to keep score Mm. and it it doesn't sit right with me, doesn't sit right with my baby daddy. Like it's, it's an uncomfortable place to be. But if you're like, hey, I really need this Friday you know, can you take them or whatever? And then it's kind of like, okay, but then what do you do with that? Is it like, you know, and what precedent are you, because we're early in, like, are you setting precedent? So like like we're finding our way through this. So it's like, cool. Yeah, of course I'll have them. And then it's like, can you have them on this day? And it's like, oh no, I can't. It's like you give generosity, but then you're like, well, I kind of expect it in return in some ways. Like if I'm giving you an inch, yeah, give me an inch too. But then it's like, Oh my God, we're talking about our kids, not yeah. like... I know. Not like poker chips. Yeah. You know, and it's it's very layered. It takes an enormous amount of energy. And i got to say, it's really owning me at the moment. Mm. My mate Ben, who's a co-parent and a single parent as well, he gave me some hope in that when the kids get their own phones, it's, oh. it's a massive shift. So he has a 14-year-old. And he's like, it's a massive, massive shift. Because you cut out the middleman, i.e. the other parent. That's right. And, (gasps) you know, his 14-year-old will get the bus to his house and they will communicate directly. And apart from, like, big things, a couple of times a year, there's really no need to, like, have that constant communication with his baby mama. Mm. That's a long way away for us. Can I just ask quickly, what age do kids get phones? Like, when does that happen? Where you give them... A phone with a SIM card. Yeah. I think that's probably constantly evolving. I Probably 14. Sounds about right. Really? Is it younger? I would have thought younger, but maybe that's just Maybe high school? Yeah. Yeah. Year seven. So like like 11, 12. I think it's like when they start catching the bus on their own, they can have a phone. You know, because it's like... It's so wild to me because we never had that. No, we never had that. But also my mum dropped me to the bus stop and picked me up from the bus stop. Like didn't need a phone. Mm. I mean, right now Isla has kids messenger. And I can message her and call her on her iPad directly, but not. But she's when... not lugging an iPad around to school. Exactly, it's not yeah. when she's out and about. That's yeah. just when I know she's at home at her dad's, and I'll call her after dinner time and just say good night. I don't have that with Teddy yet because he he would just be messaging random people and sending <laughs> seventy thousand emojis to people we know. I remember when Isla used to do that with you when she was learning. Oh my god, but. Yeah, I think we're quite a long way off phone. I mean, yeah. I was eight in October. So you still have to communicate. Yeah, and we've got, and a co-parent. Lot of, we've got a lot of changes to go through between then. Like, you know, we're not necessarily in our forever houses, for mm. instance, and that there's repartnering to navigate and all those kind of always moving logistics. And I just, I want to check out and I, and I can't, mm. but I really need a break, but I can't. You know, yeah. it's not something you can take a break from. It's, it's my life. I wonder if it's something that, like anything, you develop a muscle for and you build that stamina. And in time, as fatiguing as it is, it's because this is your new norm. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. 
And one day you'll get into a season where a month will go by and you won't have noticed Mm. and suddenly you'll go, oh, my God, shit, shit just felt easy for a second. Yeah. It just worked for a second without this navigating push-pull schedules and what's not working for you and what's not working for him. And, you know, like I understand that that can sometimes bring tension. Yeah. But there will be a time because nothing lasts. Yeah. Nothing is sustained. Nothing good or bad ever lasts. Correct. <laughs> That's why you've always got to appreciate the good moments when yeah. you're here. Yeah. But it sounds like you're just going through it at the moment, babe. Yeah. It's, it's like just this week specifically, you seem a little weighed down. Yeah. I'm heavy with it. And, you know, it's, <laughs> we all- can I just say, it's just, I, I just had a moment where I was like, at the start of this app, you're like, I had a great therapy session. And I was like, you look lighter and brighter. And then literally in the same episode, you pulled an Uno reverse card on me and you're like, it's really getting me down. Yeah. yeah. So where are you, babe? It's just that I think we can all identify with a time in life where you're like, fucking shit is nuts and I need to check out. Like mm. I need to step out for two days and you just, we don't have that option as mums or as parents, right? Like we just have to keep going head down. I'm just feeling whingy about it. You're allowed to whinge. Yeah. It reminds me of that newborn phase where, you know, people, I've always thought it was kind of weird. People say you get nothing back from the baby because it's like, it's a baby. Of course you don't. But um, it's that kind of relationship, you know, where everyone's putting in and no one's really getting back. It's just this constant negotiation, compromise. But then at eight weeks, they smile. Yeah. Who's going to smile at me? Your kids. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. They will. Yeah. Something great will happen in their lives and you'll be stoked for them. Yeah. Those moments will come. Yeah. Anyway. I've seen many of those moments in the past. I just think you're under the fog at the moment that you're not able to remember the good parts. Yeah. But it's coming. I know. I just think, how do people have multiple baby daddies? Well, I know your friend does. He's got multiple baby mamas. Yeah. And I think juggling that, like, honestly, I go... The logistics, the mental load, the scheduling, the coordination with two different baby mamas. I mean, mind blowing. And we don't even do weekend sport yet. Oh, like I dread it. I just, I can't even fathom what it's going to be like to manage. Not, but it's not even, it's not the scheduling. Everyone can manage a schedule, you know, it's the, that's the mental load. Mm. It's the mental load of like, oh, have I checked in on that? Oh, does everyone know about this? Oh, when's that due? What day, where will they be when that thing is due? What do they need for, you know? And also like, oh, then they're going away. Oh, they're sick. Oh, someone's got COVID, you know? Yeah, it's a lot. It's like this week I don't have them on this day, but I do normally, you know, it's just so much. It is so much. It's so much. And I think now that the sort of divorce fog has settled, like I, I think where everyone's like gotten used to the fact that we're divorced and by everyone, dust I, is settled. By everyone I mean each other and, and the, the kids, ch- the kids yeah. and the family and all that kind of thing that is settled and we're absolutely separated now and moving on with our lives. That adrenaline has sort of gone and now it's like, oh, shit, here's the fucking reality. That's like the newborn stage yeah. you were talking about. Yeah. How you're in this weird time warp space continuum yeah. <laughs> and you're running high on adrenaline and then you hit the, I don't know, for me it was like the nine-month mark mm. where I just – I was empty. Yeah. I was done. Yeah. And then I collapsed in a heap and I had major fatigue and chronic exhaustion. I feel like – You've kind of hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. But the adrenaline's run out because the dust has settled. Mm. 
I just need to like reach for so much compassion, empathy, acceptance, (laughs) gratitude, all those things. And just remember that like, you know, I've changed so much since the separation Mm -hmm. and he must have too. Of course. And just to like honor that and not assume things, not pretend I know what he's feeling or thinking or what the kids are feeling or thinking and just like try and be here, present, open. Yeah. It's exhausting. You make such a good point about how you grow and change. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing about a breakup to me is how you become practical strangers. Yeah. With someone who you knew intimately. intimately. Mm. And I often think about this with my ex where I'm like, wow, for eight years, he was my whole world. And now I have no idea who he is, who he is, what he's doing. I'm kind of not interested if I'm honest, but if I spend a moment to think about it, I can't pretend to know. I know the version of him Mm. for the eight years we are together, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't know Gemma 2022. He has no idea who I am, who I've grown to become, what work I've done on myself. I have no idea if he's done work on himself or if he's spiraled into a hole of (laughs) self-destruction. Who knows? For example. (laughs) But it's just, I find it really fascinating. And I think... You mentioning compassion Mm. is really important yeah. because I think it's easy to fall back on what you think of an ex, Yeah, but you have to remember that divorce is a very big thing. You know, they say the top three stresses in life are moving house, a death and divorce, and he will have a hundred percent grown and evolved in his own way that you know nothing Nothing about. about, Haven't witnessed. None of your business. Yeah just as it's none of his business, how you've grown and evolved and changed. But where you have to meet in the middle is that communication. Yeah. And it is daily and it is constant and it's fucking exhausting. So I'm just here to validate your feelings through and through. Thanks. But like anything, there are seasons. Yeah. And can I just acknowledge it's the first week of spring. Oh, Changes are coming. What a metaphor. What a metaphor. Season two. Yes. <laughs> it's finally going to look like the trailer. What the <laughs> what the viewers were promised is going to be delivered. The oh. soundtrack is peppy. Yep. And we're all being reborn. Hungy P, baby. <laughs> oh, I've actually never felt the spring as much as I have this one. Seriously. Haven't we all? Is it metaphorical or is it just like the El Nino? <laughs> well, look, it's been confirmed <laughs> that this is the most rain we've had since 1962. Oh, yeah. Okay. Story checks. Yep. And we've literally been weighed down by the thunderous skies. <laughs> and now we will emerge into butterflies. Oh, my God. I just want to sit by water, sipping an Aperol spritz in a summer dress with a tan. Sames. I feel exactly the same. Weighed down by none of life's realness. Just feel like, I just look, what I'm saying is I want to be 20 years old again. (laughs) Sounds like you just want to go on holiday. You know what? Maybe that's what, I've heard about this great place in Cabarita. Should I book it? I reckon you should. I think I should. It's going to be available on Airbnb in October. Oh my God, really? If I make the deadlines. Oh my God. Well, you always do make your deadlines. October. Dude, renovations and coordinating trades. Don't get me railing on trades again, but that sucks for you. But what I'm going to do is jump in the group chat straight after this and start (laughs) throwing out dates for a girl's weekend. Great idea. Yep. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? My mum. Yeah. Going on fucking holiday with the good mum. What? Yeah. They're like having dinner together tonight. What? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. In the Whit Sundays. Yeah. So first of all, need to acknowledge last week's ep. 
You all loved the good mum. And don't you love her? Isn't she the best? She's the bomb.com. One of my fave humans ever. Yes. But yeah, she's uh, she's gone away with my mum to Hamilton Island. How come you didn't cop an invite? Okay, I've got a bone to pick with my mum about this yeah. lately. So my mum's retired. She's got her highly, heavily scheduled life. She's got all her exercise classes, her Zumba, her Pilates, her tennis clinic. She does all that. She's an uber boomer. But <laughs> uber boomer. Uber boomer. I love that. But amongst all that, she has her reading group. Mm-hmm. And then she has her Wednesday walking club. You know, she's got all that stuff. And then on top of that. Are you even walking if you're not walking in a club? <laughs> correct. And on top of that, she has all of these cultural experiences weekly. Yeah. Some are free events, some are booked events. You sound bitter. <laughs> I am bitter. I love my mum to pieces. But can I just, okay, this is my other weird personal gripe. You have a sister. Mm. You have that sisterly bond. Yep. My mum is my best friend. Yeah. She just straight up is. Yeah. She's a fucking legend and I, I can't get enough of her. Mm-hmm. I'm like addicted to her. Like mm-hmm. I want more of you. She doesn't invite me. And Aww. I actually, I actually. But you're not her best friend, clearly. <laughs> she's got too many besties. <laughs> and I, I'm low on the pecking order. And oh. I actually had to have that chat with her. Oh. Where I was like, hey, mum, you know how you went to the 20th musical this year? Um, I like musicals too. And I noticed that I never get invited. What did she say? And she was like, oh, I just assume you're too busy to come. And I'm like, well, I am busy. I have young children. This is the stage of life I'm in. But I would welcome an invite. Yeah. Like invite even- me. Let me decide if I'm too busy. Thank you. And do you know what? She invites my sister-in-law. <gasps> yeah. They go to the theatre together. And look, I'm in full support of their blossoming relationship. I'm yeah, all beautiful. for it. Plus, she's a bit more exciting than you. You know, you've been around forever. I get it. Marley's new to the family. She's novel. <laughs> I get it. I, I can, you know, I've got the awareness to see that. And she doesn't have children yet. Yeah. So she, her schedule's more, you it's know. It's a little easier. It is easier. She hasn't got to book sitters. Yeah. So she's more readily available. <laughs> but I'm jealous. You've got a little broken heart. I think I you've do. been a little bit hurt. Like mum went to see Six the Musical and I was <gasps> like, I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. And she always goes to, the, and she finds the coolest shit. She does. You know? She does. She saw some theatrical one woman show in the UK that's had rave reviews that was then filmed and aired at the Orpheum. Oh, cool. Where was my invitation to that? Oh, sweetie. That's right up my alley. Oh, maybe maybe she doesn't want to hang out. Well, I'm (laughs) kind of wondering. I could feel like she's ghosting you a little bit. She's like, maybe just like, oh, no, no, she can't be. Is she? Am I just not reading the room? Maybe you're not picking up what she's putting down. Doesn't want to hang. Can you hear the sound of my heart breaking? I can. She does this every, she has a day a week with you. She does. Maybe she's done by the end of that day. The day a week with me is with my children. And it's a very stressful day. And it's exhausting for them. The boomers get tired. They've told us over and over again, they get tired. I mean, when I'm in my 60s, I don't know if I'd have the energy to chase after a mountain goat. Yeah, I mean, well, they are doing Zumba and tennis and going to the theatre. We're very grateful for the free help. (laughs) Very grateful. But I'm not going to lie. When my mum was like, oh, I'm going away with uh, the Pittmans, I was like, say what now? Yeah, jealous. Very, very jelly. Oof. Like she's literally going to be hanging out with the good mum's kids on a boat in the Whit Sundays. Oh, dear. 
Yeah. The good mom did say to me, I'm just a bit worried that your parents are going to be like, oh, there's like a two and a five-year-old on the boat. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're seasoned. They'll be missing their grandchildren. They can be like the replacement grandkids. Plus the good mom's kids are the most well-behaved. Angelic. Angelic little children you'd ever met in your life. Yeah. Compliant um, is the word I my use. My mom selfishly went away this week. For how long? A whole week. A whole week, Revs. But it came over two of her days with the kids. However will you cope? It's not okay. What does she think she's playing at? (laughs) And she's off to Europe for eight weeks soon. Yeah, see, this all comes back to the argument where I'm going to call it we're a pair of brats. Yeah, we are. But you get hooked on the support. Yeah. And then they rip it away from you. Yeah, you can't. And you actually can't cope. You've, it's literally you've got to check your privilege because <laughs> you really you're getting do. free childcare. And then they're like, oh, I'm off to Europe. And you're like, what? Like, and you get all bratty about it. And then over time you learn, no, no, no. no like, no. fuck. Hashtag gratitude. Check yourself. Yes. So the Americano thinks I'm a boomer basher. I mean, he's not wrong. No, but no. I don't accept this. Ooh, getting all haughty and defensive like, over there, like, Revs. He's like, chill out on the boomers. You're ageist. And I was like, I'm not ageist. You kind of are, Revs. No, it's punching up. Nah. The boomers fucked us by buying 17 properties each and then accusing us of eating too much avocado on toast. Okay, do you know what, Ray? They are fine. If I want to make fun of their 28 tabs open at one time or the fact that they can't use Facebook, it's punching up. Okay, this punching up, I'm going to remind you of it when Isla's got her podcast. (laughs) Won't be called a podcast. It'll be called something else. Her vlog. Her vlog. No, vlog's a thing. Vlog. Vlog. Her v-wire. Yep. And she's shitting on you. But that's par for the course. I can't. I look forward to it. And I will chuckle oh, along with a wry smile. That. I will. I'm under no assumptions that we aren't going to be the shitty grandparents that we like. You, you and I are not going to suddenly become uber boomer style grandmothers when we our kids have kids. We'll be like, I'll swan in. I'll give them chocolate and have a little dance. And then I'm off to my Zumba class. I know we're going to be like that. Yeah. And what's cool about us in our 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I've jumped to 80s. Let's start with 60s. I can't wait to hear this. We'll check ourselves together. I hope we do. Of course we will. I will check Have you. Have we got enough self-awareness? I know you'll check me, oh, but babe. can you check yourself? Hundred P, as if you wouldn't check me. All right, You'd be enough. like, babe, remember how your mum was cool with you having boys sleep over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Deny that for Rafa. Babe, that's going to be a you and hubs thing. I'm going to enjoy watching that. We'll see. I predict your husband is not going to be cool about boys sleeping over. How could he not be? Revs, you Because forget. he did it and he knew, knows what you guys got up to. He cannot be a hypocrite. I will not let him. I will remind him. I'll be like, hold the phone. When you were 14, you and I were cuddling in bed. Cuddling? Yeah, cuddling. You were dry humping. We were not Call dry humping. what it is. I will not use the term dry humping. Why? It's disgusting. It is a bit. Listen to me getting fun. all boomer. It's kind of fun though. Remember remember when dry humping was enough? (sighs) Just a good passion, a dry hump, and that was all you needed. Pashing. Mm. That's what I miss. Yeah, I don't miss it. I have, yeah, well, you're Mm. back in that honeymoon bubble phase at the moment, but I have the fondest memories of Hubs and I pashing on every street corner in New York. Oh, all right. It's a movie. It felt like it. Mm. Like, I'm not going to lie. And it was such a fleeting period because we were at the age where when we finally got together, it was like, look, we we know we're in. 
Yeah. So we like hit that like relationship marriage stage quicker. Oh, And sometimes shame. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have sustained the newness bubble yeah. where pashing was fun for like a year. Can you bring back the pash? Look, I've tried and he's tried. We've talked. We actually. <laughs> we've, we've actively tried and failed. <laughs> we had a conversation about it. Like we were like, let's pash. We haven't done that. And then I'm like, oh, your stubble's a bit sharp. He's like, I can go shave. And I'm like, no, because, you know, the kids will wake up. Like it's really unsexy. Put the TV on. And then he shaves and I'm like, you've left whiskers in the bowl. You know, I'm stuck in this domestic wifey way. Oh, I know. But now pashing, I'm like, oh. It's a different stage, right? I like, know. Like I'm looking no, at I you know. and I've the heart there. eye emoji because I know that you're deep in this with Americano where pashing is fun. So fun. Of course it is. Mm. And then one day you guys will be like, remember when we just used to pash? Like it'll, it's, I'm just, I don't want to burst your beautiful bubble that you're mm. living in, but it's the truth. It's yeah. the reality. In order for your relationship to progress to the next stage, which I still think is a deeper layer of intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, where you're lounging on the couch together. Watching Formula One content, <laughs> <laughs> eating Indian food. Like there's something really beautiful can't about it. So pumped for that. It's so beautiful. Ooh, can't wait to get back to <laughs> Wow, it's so meaningful. Okay, do you know, okay, do you know what you need I to do? I don't want to. No, don't let it happen. Yeah, I don't want to. So don't. Can I just do like a little reminder, little, little fact check. We're only four weeks in here. We're one month in. Know, We're nowhere near. Whatever. I'm going to say it. You guys are moving at breakneck speed, okay, Disagree. in your relationship. Disagree. So I'm just here to tell you, fucking pump the brakes a little. Be a little bit more Wait. mysterious. Play hard to get. You are so confused. One minute you're like, it's a deeper layer of intimacy. It's actually beautiful. Pump the brakes. What? <laughs> pick a lane, girlfriend. No, no, no. If I'm going to pick a lane, I want you to stay in this, like, pashing is fun stage for as long as you can. Oh. I'm gonna. Yeah, I know you are. This is the thing about a second act. You've got more visibility over like how precious these times are and you don't want to race through. But what I'm learning as well is the stage that you guys are at in life, you now know what both of you want. Mm. So there's less fucking around. There's less game playing. It's more like here are my cards on the table. Are you in or out? Yeah, kind of. So things move quicker in that sense. Whereas when we were younger, remember when we were in our 20s? And you just, the red flags are just flying at you and you're just (laughs) like, it's fine. Summer. It's fine. Ignore that one. It's all good. Yeah. That'll change. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah. It is different. It is different. So yeah. enjoy the moment. Oh, God. Yeah. How, how do we get here, boomers? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want my mum to come home and I'm sure you want your mum to come home. Oh, do I ever. Okay. It's that time. It's about damn time. Hit me with your not spawn. What a remix. I said, hit me with your not spawn. I've got a great one and it's fucking weird. Oh, what an intro. (laughs) I've actually been meaning to make this my not spawn for like months. And then I forget. Very excited. Last night as I was washing up these things, I was like, this is my fucking not spawn. I pulled out my phone. I put it in my notes and here I am delivering it to you. My God, Rebs, well done. Thank you. Where's my trophy? Don't have one. So Ikea. Oh, love an Ikea not spawn. Ikea do these little things. They're not kids cutlery, but they're like little. So I have, is it like Schmeggenhausen? Schmeggenhuken Schlagenspoonen. <laughs> so basically, let me describe it first, sorry. There's, I've got these little ceramic bowls. So they're like a, a bowl you can use if you've got 
adult humans coming over to put nuts <laughs> in or chips or dips or whatever to serve things. But I use them for my kids. So when I like make baked beans or scrambled eggs, it's a little bowl. Cute. So it's like kid size, but it's not a kid's bowl because mm-hmm. my kids are too old for like plastic shit now. They need to like graduate to crockery. Ceramics. Yeah. So I've got these <laughs> uplaga bowls. <laughs> I will put a link in the show notes because there's no way you can find this, but it's like these little, and they're quite nice, but they're like a little size bowl. I find them so handy every single day. I feel like they'd be a great vessel for like M&Ms. Yep. If you want to like have Smarties on the couch or whatever. We don't do M&Ms in my house. We are a Smarties family. Alrighty. But like, yeah, like if you want to give the kids a little bit of something before dinner or some frozen peas or yogurt or whatever, it's just like the perfect size bowl. Mm. Um, And then to pair with that. Oh, here we go. Double knot Spawny coming right up. I get the Sedlig spoons. Sorry, say that again. Sedlig. Sedlig. It's the Sedlig and the (laughs) Upalaga. They go very well together. The Sedlig spoons, they're like a teaspoon at the head. Yep. But then they're extended arm. Ooh, ooh. Are they like a, you know those, uh, is what I imagine, in an American diner? Oh. Like an ice cream sundae yes. in those tall yes. glasses and it's like a really long spoon. Yes, it's exactly that. So for things like Milo. Perfect stirring spoon for Milo. Or yogurt. I use it for my yogurt. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Because I have this dilemma with Milo mm. where I mix it up mm. and the tip of my fingers mm. gets are in like the crusty bit clutching, at the top. Well, yeah. I'm clutching onto the end of my teaspoon. You need one of these uh, yeah. sedlings. And also, if you're feeding toddlers or babies, it's got the long arm. It makes it really, really easy. <laughs> and it's the perfect size mouth for their little mouth. I'm just imagining because of the length of the arm, that's kind of what you're going on a, yeah. about with their point of difference yeah. as opposed to the humble teaspoon. Yeah. Like I thought you were going to say, you can feed them from across the room. You almost can. Like sitting on the couch and being like, there you go. This is how long I've been meaning to make this a not spot. The good mum was feeding her daughter, who was a toddler at the time, like a year ago at my house with one of these spoons and remarked on the sedling. She's like, what are these spoons? They're and- great. Anyway. They're just great. Get yourself a, a pack or two of Sedlick spoons and Oogalhagen balls <laughs> and fucking thank me later. Okay, I need some dates though. What do you mean? Other spoons, metal, chrome, oh, gold, it's all, black. It, they're, they're stainless steel. Okay. And the bowls are white ceramic. It's nothing fancy. It's just, it's you know when you have a thing, like a perfect Tupperware thing and you're just like, this is the perfect size. Yes. Or the per- your favourite coffee mug, it's the perfect drinking lip or the perfect size of coffee. These are the perfect kid life Couch life ceramics slash spoon. Amazing. Accoutrement. Love it. Thank me later. And they're like really cheap. I the was going to say. five bucks for a set. Oh, and do you get five for five? Five for five. And the bowls are like $5 each. Is this so, it's so good. It's my favorite thing about Ikea. Enjoy. Love me a bargain. Hit me with your nuts bun. Chummy, hit me with your nuts bun. Do, 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 do. Melody recall. I've got some jewelry not spun. Yes. Yep. It's a bit vintage, a bit retro. Revs, do you remember when you were bridesmaid for me? I do. What jewelry? Nicole Fendel. Yeah. I still wear that bracelet. Do you? I do. I love it. Okay. DLs. I am a huge. Long-time Nicole Fendel fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some brands, you have your moment with them and then years go by and you kind of forget about them and then they re-enter into your life. Well, she's got these earrings. Oh. 
And you're going to love this, my woo-woo friend. Yeah. Zodiac theme. Love it. Obsessed. Feeds the ego of self. You can go and sniff out <laughs> your own little. You know what I'm Such talking about? Such a cynical look at Zodiac. I'm sorry. Revs literally <laughs> so walks into my cynical. house and she's like, do you want to hear my star sign for the day? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> and then she's like, do you want to hear yours? And See? I'm like, that's sure. So, that's so ego. I wanted to hear yours as well. Fuck. No, I love it. And then you're like, do you want to hear Americano's star sign? No, I didn't. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I didn't. Bullshit. Anyway. Hey, if you're listening, babe, I did not do that. <laughs> sure you didn't. <laughs> Fuck you. You're throwing me under the bus so hard. Can I get back to my earrings? Yes. Talk to us. Now, I'm Sagittarius. Again, audio platform problems. <laughs> I've got to describe them. Yeah. Imagine like a really ornate gold coin, like the size of a $2 coin. This is not accurate at all no. or to scale. No, it's more like the size of a pound penny do you reckon it's that big a pound is big not a pound sorry a penny of the pound currency like a 2p no 2p's are big 1p 1p like a 1p it's a 1p yeah it's a 1p coin niche (laughs) very niche the british dealers will love it you got any pounds in your wallet just pull one out to get a sense of the size lol Uh, it's a gold coin okay calm your farm but it's like a hammered gold coin. Mm. So it's textured and mm-hmm. tactile. Mm-hmm. Then being a Sagittarian, it's got an engraved picture of a centaur. Beautiful. With a bow and arrow. Gorgeous. For my star sign. And then my stone is turquoise. And then there's a turquoise colored stone in the middle. And then this little gold coin hangs on off a hoop. It's They're stunning. They're so pretty. Yeah, really good gift. Yes, an excellent gift. But also something about star signs feels personal. Oh, look at you feeding your ego. 100 I am. But you know what? I'm not walking around with a fucking necklace with a G on it, okay? What's the difference? That, well, that's some people's vibes. But it's, it's, I feel like it's more abstract. Well, how would you feel if I walked around with dangly earrings with giant letter Gs on them? I'd be like, that's her name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> yeah. But if it's a centaur... Holding a bow and arrow, you don't necessarily clue on They're just on a cool away. design. Let's yeah, be, okay. like, let's be upfront. Right, they're just let's a keep cool it design. Simple. And the fact that they're Sag is also a cool thing. Thank Do you. Do you remember when the Carrie necklace was just everything? I had one. I had a Katie necklace. Of course you did. Oh my God. You love were that trend. way inclined. You love a trend. Love a trend. Anyway, Nicole Fendall, get amongst it. Or take it or leave it. Whatever. I'm feeling insecure <laughs> about my not spawn. No, they are be- no, not about your not spawn. They're beautiful. Stunning, stunning. Thank you. It's like your weird aversion to Zodiacs that you used to be so into. No, I don't have an aversion. If I had an aversion, I wouldn't fucking have All these right. earrings. Shut it down. I think we need to end the episode. Yeah, end it. Kill it. We're going to get into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, just a reminder, if you want more episodes, which you've been asking us for for a very long time, they are now available on Apple Podcasts. It's less than a coffee. It's $3.99 a month mm-hmm. and you get two chunky, deep, meaty. meaningful, meaty episodes yep. to feast your ears on. And come and join the DNM fam. We're getting deep, guys. We're getting real deep. We, like, really listened to what you wanted us to go into more and we're going really granular and into specific topics every two weeks. We would love to have you there. So join us. Otherwise, we will see you for Bestie Hotline on on Friday. Friday. We love you guys. Bye. One of these days we'll we'll have an outro to our podcast. podcast.